Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Wednesday, everyone. We are studying the gifts of the Spirit, and in particular, the manifestation gifts that are mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. There are nine of them here, and they are given to manifest the presence of God. We have broken these nine gifts into three categories. There's three gifts of power that manifest the omnipotence of God, and that is the gift of faith, miracles, and gifts of healing. And then there are three utterance gifts. These gifts manifest God's word to us. He speaks to us. There is a communication that happens between a living God and his people. He uses individuals to speak his word. And these three gifts are prophecy, speaking in tongues, and interpretation of tongues. So today, let's look at this first one, prophecy. Now, as we've shared before, this gift of prophecy is very prevalent in the scripture. It is in each list of gifts. It is listed under the motivation gifts. It is listed also under the ministry equipping gifts. And it's here again listed under the manifestation gifts. Each list shows a little different aspect of the prophetic gift. As a motivational gift, It's that sense of seeing right and wrong. We're motivated to declare God's truth on a matter. And that's a motivation that some people have. And then there is the office of a prophet. Someone whose gift has so developed and matured that everyone recognizes this person as a prophet. And they look to that person to show God's vision and direction. Now we come to this third listing in the manifestation gifts. And this is a little more functional. It's a little closer to us. It's more within our reach. It's more for every believer. It operates on a level that we all can participate in. In fact, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 14, in verse 5, that he wishes that every Christian would prophesy because it brings edification, exhortation, and comfort to men. So let's dig a little deeper into this. Let's define what we're talking about here. What is this gift of prophecy? It is when an individual receives and communicates an immediate message from God to his people. It could be given to an individual, it could be given to a group of people, or to the church. The one that has this gift of prophecy is used by God to speak a word, to speak a message to the people that's from God. Now, we have the Word of God, the objective Word of God, the Bible, and it is truth. But by its very nature that it's written down, it becomes objective. It is solid. It's true. And we need to know it and rest upon it. But you're not going to find your name in it. And you're not going to find a specific word to direct you. Now, I know the Holy Spirit can make a word come alive and can direct you. 
but it's something different when God gives a message to someone and then they speak it to you and it's very direct and it's very personal and it's very immediate to your need at that moment. You can know by the Bible that the Lord is with us and he'll never leave us. But it's something else when you're in a meeting and you're feeling down and someone comes up to you and says, you know, I feel the Lord has told me to tell you that he loves you and he cares for you and he knows what you're going through and maybe mentions a specific aspect that that individual had no knowledge of. And then they speak that to you. That's an immediate word to you that's to encourage you and to comfort and strengthen you. That's what prophecy is. It's God speaking through an individual a message to you. God speaks the day. He manifests himself by speaking to us. Yes, we have the Bible and it is our ultimate guideline. And any utterance that's spoken by an individual has to align with the word of God. If it's telling you something different than what the scripture tells us, then it's wrong and that person has missed it. So the Bible is our foundation. But upon that foundation, God gives prophetic words and they are powerful and they are moving and they can be very, very effective in our lives. Now, when this message is given to us, it can be given in different ways. It can be given in the first person. In other words, a person stands up and says, thus says the Lord, I am with you. I will do this. I have led you. And the person speaks as if they were God. Many times that is how the prophetic word comes forward. The person that's speaking the word is so confident that what they're hearing is from God that they speak as if God is directly speaking through them. Other times it may be less direct and the person speaks in the third person and says, this is the message that I feel the Lord wants me to say to you. He says this, he says that. You see, it's in the third person. It's a little more gentle. It's not as direct as in the first person. Now, I have heard prophetic words both ways. And there's not one way to do it. It depends on the faith and the disposition of the person that's giving the prophetic word. Myself, I have given prophetic words in the first person because I have felt it so strong upon me and that's how it has come to me and so I give it that way. Other times, I will just say to a person, as I've already mentioned, this is what I felt the Lord say to me when I was praying for you. And then I will tell him what I thought that message was. So, regardless of how it comes forward, either in the first person or in the third person, it is a message from God to an individual. Now, there's lots of guidelines around this, and we'll talk about them a little bit here today. As you could understand, this can be abused. And as we said earlier, we're not just to follow prophetic words blindly without any kind of thought or confirmation. In fact, if you have a prophetic word and you're feeling in your heart, it's good to wait for a confirmation, for someone else to come along and say the same thing to you in another way. And it confirms to you that this is God. 1 Corinthians 14 and 3 tells us the guidelines of the prophetic word that it should be for edification, for exhortation, for comfort. It should be an encouraging word, a comforting word. Now you might say, would there never be a corrective word in prophecy? 
Yes, I think it can come that way. But it's always in an atmosphere of exhortation and comfort and that which would build a person up. God just doesn't come and attack us and tell us everything that's wrong with us. God always gives a solution when he comes. He doesn't come just to condemn, but he comes to shed light upon our lives. And as we see the light, then he gives us grace to walk in it. And so many times a prophetic word can point out the areas where we may be lax. But there's always an encouragement to follow him. And if we do, there is a blessing that comes as a result. Why does God give us prophetic words? Well, just as we've already said here, it's to encourage us, to exhort us. And and breakthroughs come through prophetic words. Something is released through prophetic words. It's interesting in the Bible that Paul writes Timothy and he says, stir up the gift that's within you by the laying on of hands and prophecy. Apparently there was a time where the leaders of the church, the presbytery, laid their hands upon Timothy and prophetic words came forward. Words speaking about his future, perhaps a word spoken that he was receiving a certain gift. And Paul says, you receive that through the laying on of hands and prophecy. And so prophetic words release something into our lives. You know, I think back to Ezekiel 37, one of the famous Old Testament stories. Ezekiel is a prophet. And the Lord takes him to this graveyard of dry bones. And the Lord says to him, Ezekiel, can these bones live? And Ezekiel says, well, you know, Lord. And the Lord said, prophesy to these bones and say, oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. And so Ezekiel began to prophesy. And as he did, the bones began to come together and sinews began to come upon them. And then the Lord said to him again, prophesy to the breath prophesy that the breath of God would come upon them. And so Ezekiel prophesied that the breath of God would come upon them. And as he spoke, the breath of God came upon them and it said they stood up a mighty strong army. Now this was an Old Testament example and God was illustrating to Ezekiel as he spoke to the dead spiritual lives of the children of Israel. As he spoke God's word to them, they would come alive And that which they were meant to be, a mighty strong army, they would be if he would prophesy to them. Now this is Old Testament prophecy. As the word of God was spoken, something was released, a power was released that allowed life to come. I believe it's the same thing in the New Testament. We need something from God. And many times God will speak to an individual and say, prophesy to that person. Prophesy what I want to do in their lives. Prophesy how I want them to be. And as you prophesy it, something happens. You're releasing a power into their lives. You know, when I'm speaking about this, I'm reminded when I was a teenager. At that particular time, we had a pastor in our church that was very outgoing and very dynamic. His wife was very shy. She hardly spoke up, hardly said anything, was very quiet. And in a particular prayer meeting, a man who was a prophet prayed over her. And I remember this happening. And he said, the spirit that's upon your husband is going to come upon you. And you are going to open your mouth and you're going to speak words of encouragement and blessing to many people. Now, I remember as a young man hearing that and thinking, this is something 
because they were different night and day. Her husband was dynamic, outgoing, and as I say, his wife was very withdrawn and shy. But you know, I watched what happened in the weeks to come. That lady was transformed in a matter of months. She came out of her shell. She began to speak. And exactly what that man said came about. The spirit that was upon her husband came upon her. And I remember times in a meeting where her husband would call her up and she would stand and testify and encourage and just bring a spirit of joy on everyone. And I think back to that prophecy. God gave a prophetic word to her. And somehow in the proclamation of that prophetic power was released into her that brought about the result God wanted. Well, I see our time is gone, but we will continue tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. Take note that we are now meeting again in person at 9.30 and 11.30. We are limited to 30% capacity and are following all the recommended protocols. We are also continuing our online service at 10.30. Be sure to join us for one of these services. To learn more about us, check out our website at kwcf.org. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.